0: Welcome, everyone, to another episode of the JNR Basketball Podcast. My name is John. I am joined by my co-host, as always, Ronnie. Ronnie, how was your New Year? How was your Christmas? How's life back in the real world? Yeah,
1: it was good. I, I dressed up as a... We, we had a custom party for our New Year's, so I, I dressed up as Randy Savage, the macho man. And oh man, it's such an amazing costume. I oh, had yeah. yeah, exactly. I had the big wig and everything. I had that big long well, I don't know, dangly things on my arm and everything. I'll send you a picture. It's, it's pretty things hilarious. On my arm. Yeah, you know how Randy uh, Savage I'm... had those danglies?
0: Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah. I just never heard them described as dangly things. I don't know on what to call them. What do you call them? Streamers? <laughs> uh tassels? There you go. The tassels go on nipples. <laughs> <Maybe>. <laughs> you know what? There know. was a girl,
1: her name her name was Tammy, and she called herself. Tammy Tassels tassels and she actually had a shirt on with tassels on her nips, so oh, that was unfortunate. That right. was cause there was kids there and we were like, What is she doing? So kind of <laughs> awkward. But yeah.
0: <laughs> Do uh what is your favorite Macho Man Randy Savage memory?
1: Um the Slim Jim commercial. The
0: Step into a Slim, Slim, Slim Jim. Yep. Yep. Mine is uh, him in Spider Man One as Bonesaw because
1: oh yeah I I remember that always
0: quote that Bonesaw's ready
1: I I forgot his name I should have used that but I I did remember that I just didn't remember any quotes or anything I should
0: have watched that Bonesaw he was he was great in that movie anyway uh, let's talk about basketball it's been a bit it's been a bit a lot of stuff has happened Christmas Day games happened New Year's happened. Players have injured, players traded, a whole bunch of stuff happened. Ronnie, do you want to hit us up with the news?
1: Yeah, we'll do the news. All right, so first thing I want to go over is Draymond. So you know everything has happened with him in the past, right? So he talked to Adam Silver and he said Adam Silver convinced him not to retire. Did you know that he was thinking about retiring with all this stuff going on?
0: Yeah, I don't believe it, but I I saw that quote.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Okay, well, um I kind of have a, I'll go over the conversation a little bit here. So he said, I had a conversation with Adam Silver, commissioner of our league. I told him, Adam, this is too much for me. It's all becoming too much for me. <laughs> and I'm going to retire. So, and then Adam said, you're making a very rash de- rash decision and I won't let you do that. And I'm like, no, Adam, I, I, I really sure... I'm not really this reads sure.
0: It's like a really corny soap opera. By the <laughs> yeah. Way.
1: He said, I'm really not sure it's a I rash won't decision. i let you do that. This is a rash
0: <laughs> decision, young man.
1: He said, I'm really not sure it's a rash decision. It's, it's all just too much, right? So he says, We had a long, great conversation. Very helpful to me. He says, I'm very thankful to play in a league where a commissioner like Adam, who's more about helping you than hurting you, helping you than pushing you, you know, he's more about the players. And so I'm very lucky to have. Or to be in a position to be under the guidance of Adam Silver. So I was really surprised to hear that he wanted to retire because of all of this, but it kind of makes sense because there's been so much going on. You you remember, I kind of want to go over the timeline. So this year, remember he had that Donovan Mitchell incident where he got ejected first, where, you yep. know, he kind of pushed Mitchell, you know, he fell and then, and then came Mitchell came back and they got like, an argument. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So there was that one. And then after that, he was ejected after he, <laughs> he, uh, but uh, what's his name in a, a chokehold? Rudy Gobert. Yep. Rudy Gobert. Yep. Then he got the suspended yep. five games for that. And then he said he was unapologetic. He says, I'm just going to be whoever I'm. I'm just going to be me no matter what. Right. And then he was ejected after they hit Nurkic in a face. This is on December 12th. And ever since then, the NBA suspended him indefinitely, which ended up being three weeks, including counseling he has since been reinstated after the 12-game suspension. He could play his next game anytime. He hasn't yet. Maybe it's Sunday. I'm not even sure. But um yeah, just with all that going on, it's kind of crazy to hear that we could have never seen Draymond Green anymore. He he could have retired. But you think it was just all talk? You think it was just kind of like yeah. making drama?
0: I don't think he was going to retire. I, I, but they also said when him and Steve Kerr had a heart to heart, they were both in tears. It's like I don't believe that either. It just reads like a corny soap opera.
1: Yeah, well, ESPN is eating it up too, and you know they they yeah. love drama. So I, don't know, I just found it interesting, and that was the first piece of news I wanted to share. You got right. you got any well, more you want to talk back about that? To the NBA,
0: dream, <laughs> No, I'm yeah. good there.
1: All right, we'll we'll go to the next thing. All right, so. Do you remember I mentioned the Chicago Bulls? Chicago Bulls were having their Ring of Honor. They're actually, they never had a Ring of Honor. They're going to bring back all these players, including Jordan, Pippen, and Rodman. Yep. Well, they had it. They had their little Ring of Honor deal. Um, This just happened a uh, uh, last night, in fact. Very
0: recently. Yeah it, yeah, it just happened.
1: So there was a deal where um Jerry Krause, you know, he's in the Ring of Honor for putting this whole team together, you know, their sixth championship team with Jordan and all them, and he passed away. His wife, though, Thelma Kraus, uh, she was accepting the award on his behalf, and they're announcing all these players, going through everything. Everyone's cheering, and then they announce his name, and everyone just starts booing. At, and you know, it's at the home of Chicago and everything. And there's Thelma Kraus just kind of like almost crying. in tears, and yeah. just like you're throwing no, your was hands crying. up and she's yeah, just there she was there so tears. upset. And yeah. there's two other you know inductees that kind of took her by the shoulders and just kind of tried comforting her and everything. She's you kind of like thanking them, you know, but she's like this, this is dumb pretty much you know just putting your hands with like i'm over it you guys are ridiculous and i couldn't believe it really you know that i mean i kind of understand from some certain fans perspective you know because they feel like that he was the reason that the they, the team broke up right and if you watch those documentaries about jordan and everything about the 96 bulls team and everything they all jordan blames it on Krauss, right so, yeah. I kind of feel like I understand. He's the Yoko
0: Odo of the Chicago Bulls. Right, yeah. <laughs> it's what he oh, was no. depicted as in the in the, the documentary. Yeah,
1: but I just, I can't believe that they would do this to that poor lady though. I mean, it's it wasn't her and like her husband passed away and she's just like, she's just there to be there, you know, to support him and I just felt so bad for her and God, I, before this, I, I was loving these Chicago fans and everything. They're such a great fan base, you know, but then this happens and then just kind of like I don't know. I, I don't know if I like yeah. him anymore. You know.
0: I mean, it's one thing to boo the guy if he's there, but to boo his widow, yeah, that's like throwing batteries at Santa Claus level.
1: Yeah, exactly. Of trash. But yeah, so I, I saw that last night. And just, uh, yeah. I just saw, yeah, and everyone on ESPN was just talking about it. You know, and just like, come on, guys, like, so even Steve Kerr was quoted saying, you know, like, what are we doing? Like, it's shameful. It's absolutely shameful stuff like that. He said, "I'm devastated for Thelma." So, um, yeah, it's too bad that happened. But, and then. Jordan, Pippen, and Rodman weren't there either, too. Yeah, they didn't so show up. I thought that was weird, too.
0: How can you have like, a ring of honor in Chicago without Michael Jordan?
1: Right. It's not like they didn't have enough time to plan for this, because it's been in the works for, like, what, three months or something at least? So, I don't know what happened there. Rodman uh, put up a video on Twitter saying that he couldn't get there because of the weather. I don't know why Pippen or Jordan couldn't come, but... Oh, really interesting. But all the other guys were there. Steve Kerr was there and, you know, of course he, they were playing against the Golden State Warriors. Oh, which, makes it easy. which they lost by <laughs> the way. They, they had a 10 point lead in this game at halftime, but then they lost the game and then they were saying like maybe it was because of what happened during halftime and everything. Like they were, the players were affected by it, but. Um, one of the players was interviewed after the game. He's like, No, I didn't even know what happened. He was, you know, they weren't paying attention.
0: So, <laughs> what happened? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was
1: DeRozan that said that. So, yeah. Yeah. But then uh, he was also quoted, like It's too bad that the fans boot her, though, once he found out about it. So, yeah. Interesting. Did you watch the Paris game by any chance? I did not. Okay. The Paris game happened. I completely forgot about this. If I remembered it, I would have watched it, but I didn't, unfortunately. It was the Nets and Cavaliers. The Cavaliers ended up winning. It was 111 02. So, they, Fans in Paris got a chance to watch a so couple of good NBA players out there. I thought that was cool, but um, yep, just wanted to throw that out there. And then, um, over this Christmas break that we had, it's been a while since we've recorded a podcast, right? Yes. Yeah, so yep. the Pistons they broke the single season record with twenty eight straight losses, and they broke or tied they that I they broke they the tied. record at twenty seven. So at twenty seventh, that's when the single record was what for straight losses. Twenty-eight losses was the was like consecutive losses. So the team before them, they had lost like the season before and then it continued into the new season.
0: Oh, okay. Gotcha. So they gotcha, tied gotcha, gotcha. that gotcha.
1: at twenty seven, but then the Pistons faced the Raptors and they 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 tied the record at twenty eight. So they beat the Raptors 129, 127. So they didn't actually break the twenty eight game losing sheet, they just tied it, so that was good to see. So Good job, Pistons. And In the Raptors
0: defense. <laughs> this was just after the OG and OB trade happened. So they were short staffed. That the players that they traded for, the Knicks players, they hadn't yet arrived. So they were down to kind of a skeleton crew of players. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yes, they, they won. They won in the NBA. You, you're going to have players that sit out. But it really was just sort of the perfect situation. And they really had to play hard to win that game. Yeah,
1: big time. I mean, it was a two-point game, right? So, they got really close still. Yeah, yeah. And the Pistons haven't won since. So, they're yeah, they're back exactly. on their losing streak, too. Um, It was pretty funny to see some of the context, too. So, John Morant, he came back from a 25-game ban, right? He led the Grizzlies to four wins. So, He had more wins than the Detroit Pistons did this whole year. Uh, Draymond Green has been ejected more times than the Pistons wins this season. I thought that was pretty funny. So just all these comparisons that they're doing, cracking me up, you know. But I don't know. I'm still happy for my Pistons for not not breaking that that losing streak. Although it could still happen. No, they They tied it. The record. They tied, they tied it, it and they it. didn't break it. So, it. thank well, you. Well, no, they
0: could still break it this season. I mean, they could <clears> right. go on another 28, 29 game losing streak. Yeah.
1: Hopefully, they'll face up against another team that, you know, trades all their good players. So,
0: we'll see. The Spurs, they suck this year. Yeah. So maybe.
1: Maybe. Well, speak. That was my next thing, too. So, Wimbenyama, he got his first career triple double in a win over the Pistons, too. So, that shows you yeah. <laughs> <laughs> of how bad the Pistons are. So, uh, oh, figures, poor you know. Pistons. So, yeah, he, he got. Uh, it was sixteen points, twelve rebounds, at ten assists, so it's not like a, a big triple That's like double. It's like
0: Jokic triple double. Yeah, yeah. but
1: it, he did get his first. Um and it was a, a game it was 130 to 108, so yeah, even though the excuse me, even though the Spurs stink, you know, Wembenyam is still getting his, so good job for him. Um did you see Udoka and Brooks? They were both fine for language directed at a referee.
0: Uh I did see that. Okay, so I don't remember the game. Was that the Shoot, was that the Lakers game?
1: Um, no,
0: no, it's against the Milwaukee Bucks. Okay, so no, then I didn't, I didn't see the actual replay of it, but I did read the headline. Yeah,
1: so Dylan Brooks and then head coach Ima Eduka Udo, Udo I forget how to say it now that I read it, Udoka, I think, um, for the Houston Rockets. So he was fined thirty five thousand dollars and twenty five thousand dollars for directing inappropriate language toward a game official. The league announced Tuesday. So Brooks is also docked for. Publicly criticizing the
0: officiating, so there's been a lot of that going on this year.
1: Yeah, they were both given technical fouls and ejected toward the end of the ends of the Sunday's game to the loss of the Milwaukee Bucks. Um, Raptors coach, his name is Rajakovich. Uh He was fined twenty five thousand dollars for blasting officials. This was the one that I think you were thinking of. So he's the Raptors coach, and this was against the Lakers game when there was a a very lopsided free throw disparity, right? It was twenty three for the Lakers and then two for the for the Raptors. Okay, yeah, maybe. And so he was, man, he was livid when he was doing this post game interview. It's kind of crazy to watch. So, yeah, he was fine twenty five thousand dollars for that one. And you know, I remember this happening with wasn't it the Suns that this happened to like at the beginning of this year or am I thinking of last year? But I don't know. It seems like the Lakers always get all these free throws, whoever they're playing against, you know, and then the other team hardly gets any. I'm pretty sure it was the beginning of this year for the Suns. I don't remember. I'm sick of seeing it. (laughs) All right. And then the Nets, they were docked $100,000 in the NBA's first player participation fine. Did you see that one?
0: I thought they had that happen with James Harden.
1: Mm, I don't think so, um, unless this article is wrong. But this was nine days ago. All right, so it's the first time a team has been disciplined under this rule, which was implemented implemented for the 23-24 campaign. So the the Nets, uh, this is under loss. It was 144 to 122 against the Milwaukee Bucks. Um, this is on December 27th. It was the second game of a back-to-back game after beating the Detroit Pistons. I always have to throw that part in there, right? And then Brooklyn sat Nick Claxton, Spencer Dinwiddie, Dorian Finney Smith and Cameron Johnson. On top of that, they already had Lonnie Walker and Brendan Simmons out too. They've been out for a while, so I don't know. It's just kind of interesting to see that they finally implemented this rule and a hundred thousand dollars. And if I remember correctly, I think that every time they get this, they it doubles, doesn't it? Doesn't it go like two hundred thousand dollars if it happens again?
0: There are escalating fines. uh The second offense is two hundred fifty thousand dollars, and then a million after that. So it does go up. Yeah,
1: gotcha. All right. And then last thing I, I want to go over to are the players of the week. I want to get caught up in some of these, so I'll just go through it quickly. So uh, week, week eight, I had Luca, stupid Luca, always winning these, right? And then Giannis, uh, he won it for the East. Uh, we got John Morant for the Grizzlies. This is for week nine. And then Joel Embiid for the 76ers. Shea Gilius Alexander for Oklahoma City. And Tyrese Halliburton for the Pacers for week 10. Uh, Week 11, they got Alperin Sengun and then Jalen Brunson for the Knicks. Um, Alperin plays for the Rockets, by the way. So that's week 11. Week 12, we got LeBron James for the West and Donovan Mitchell for the East for the Cavs there. And then week 13, we got DeMontis Sabonis for the Kings and Jalen Brunson for the East, week 13. So now we're all caught up on the news. And I don't know, you, you got anything, Jonathan?
0: There was a a record a streak that was broken over the holiday break. Uh did you see what it was? Or you have any guesses what it might be?
1: I've seen some records and it was over the just this
0: weekend? Uh it was probably last weekend, probably let's say in the last t- 10 days.
1: Hmm. I don't I have no idea what it could be because I I've seen some records but I'm I'm not sure what what does it this pertain? was a
0: streak. This was a very very Wild streak. Bob. Steph Curry has had a streak of 268 oh. games where he yep. made a three point shot. That came to an end. He went 0 for 8 from the three point line. And, I remember uh, seeing that. Yeah. That was interesting. I actually resets. watched that game live. Yeah. 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 I was coming. I just didn't have it. He yeah. didn't have the shot that night. It I was happens. like, come on, Curry, and, uh, just,
1: just make one. And then they, they. I know.
0: I think everyone was rooting for him to just make one. Yeah. I think at the, the minute, over, for, which for the sad. most
1: part, I think they took him out with maybe like a minute to go or something. And. But still, yeah, that that was a crazy long streak. I mean, what is that? That's like over a span of at least three Multiple years, right? Seasons, yeah, four years. I think
0: seasons, probably longer. It's just because yeah, he doesn't play 82 games a season for sure, right. But yeah, that's that was uh, that. You know, they talk about untouchable streaks, and, and mm-hmm. you know, you have Cal Ripken Jr. in baseball for games played. Um, this might be one of those streaks that never gets broken. Just yeah. Absolutely absurd. Uh, The other really ridiculous stat I found is there is a player in the NBA who is averaging more points than he is minutes per game. The last time this was done was by Wilt Chamberlain. Do you know who that player is? It's got to be Embiid. It is a hundred percent Joel Embiid. Good yep. guess, Ronnie. Yep, Joel Embiid. It, I mean, they're close, which you would expect them to be close. But as of s- right now, this season, he is averaging thirty four point one minutes per game, but scoring thirty four point six points per game, which is bananas.
1: Yeah, I I had thought it was him because I've had I went over this stat before where he was playing like he was scoring like thirty or forty points per game, but he was only yeah. playing for three quarters. He wasn't even playing yeah. for the fourth quarter, so it yep. had to have been him. Absolutely. That guy's insane.
0: Uh, No, that's the only other things I have. I guess uh, Tyrese Halliburton, he tied the franchise record for the Pacers. He had 23 assists in the garden uh, against the Knicks. Uh, It's a a big, big thing. Keegan Murray hit 12 threes to set the Kings franchise record. Uh, Do you know what the record is for most threes in a game?
1: If 12 is just a franchise record, I'm going to guess maybe 15.
0: 14 is the the record, the NBA Steph record. Steph Curry? Do you? It is not Steph Curry. He's a teammate of Steph Curry. Oh, Thompson. Yeah, Clay Thompson holds the record for 14 threes made in a game. Absolutely crazy. uh Steph Curry has hit and he's now surpassed it. 3,500 three pointers in his NBA career. He's the Jeez. only player to pass the 3,500 mark as far as the number of three points made. Uh, so that's it's pretty cool.
1: So I think the three point mark, any record set, but even the consecutive games by Steph Curry, what is it, two sixty eight? You said or something, sixty eight. Yep. yep. I think that'll be broken eventually. I don't you think do. that's an untouchable okay. record because it's just the way the league is going. You know, it's more and more people are shooting threes, and I, yeah, it'll be broken eventually.
0: Do you think LeBron's record of uh, points, you know, total points scored, is untouchable?
1: No, I think that'll be broken too because of you the way the league be is. Yeah, you, of, you see is these it scores to your that three points. Okay. No, not really. It's just the the way the league is going with just. In general, point score, like, you've seen some of those texts I was sending you where, like, it's like yeah. 144 to 150 in just, like, a regular yeah. game, you know? But <laughs> yeah. there's, like, in the end yeah, of Pacers right now, I feel like every time I look at their score, they're averaging, like, 140 that's points ridiculous. a game, it seems
0: it's like. video game numbers. Yeah. Right.
1: So, I th- I think, yeah, his, his will be, yeah, his will be broken eventually.
0: All right. Uh, then, that's all I had. That's all the notes that I took that I wanted to talk about. You have some uh, injury news?
1: Yeah, I will go to injury news, yep. All right. So, first one, uh, Grizzlies Marcus Smart, he came back from the pellic, you know, after this uh, foot injury he had. It was a 17 game absent, And then during our break, he actually injured his finger. So, he's going to be out for another six weeks. So, Marcus what? Smart was what? in, <laughs> and now he's out again. Uh, that's too bad, too. So, um, John Moret, te- too, you know. I was he- going to
0: say, a teammate of his is also injured. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: So, you know, he was back after his 25 game suspension. And then um, all of a sudden he went to undergo a season ending shoulder surgery. Kind of crazy. I didn't expect his injury to be season ending. I'm not even sure how he really got it injured. But um yeah, just uh that was fast. What do he play like maybe 10 games or something like that?
0: Yeah, it was not long. I think yeah. you sent me the joke that it was uh, an injury related to <laughs> shotgun blowback <laughs> yeah. or yeah, something. Yeah,
1: exactly. I thought, yeah, the kickback of one of his guns just injured his shoulder. kickback of one so. of his guns. Oh, yeah. my
0: shoulder. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, I also did some research on a past podcast. Do you remember when we were looking and we were, I was saying, like, how many games do you think it'll be before he gets suspended for, you know, finger yeah. guns or something dumb like that? yeah, yeah. And then, like, there was, it was like three games in, he did the finger guns, and then he, he did, did like the yeah. finger guns. <laughs> so I sent you that Twitter video, you know, and then, yeah, he, he did finger guns, and then he also did a uh, rocket launcher, like, yep, action too. So I was like, man, he didn't learn his lesson at all, too.
0: And I, the NBA did care.
1: Yeah, I thought he was going to get suspended, but you are right. Because so I said, under 25 games, he'll get suspended. He did it, but he didn't get suspended, and you said it'll be hard for the league to suspend him again for anything that's not illegal. So good job, yeah. Jonathan.
0: <laughs> he had a heart to heart with Adam Silver. He was about to retire, actually, and <laughs> Adam Silver told him, Don't make a rash decision. He's like, No, no, it's not a rash, but they yeah. got
1: confused. <laughs> and so actually, so I, I have uh he was he went six and three while he was back, so he played nine games altogether. So uh yeah, kind of crazy. Grizzlies went six and three with their star guard in the lineup, and 26 games without Morant, P- Memphis put up a seven and 20 record. So and yeah,
0: we'll th- watching him back was it was cool. I, I forget yeah. how aggressive he is. You know he he had you know I think always in the top of most points in the paint, certainly points in the paint per game. Mm-hmm. He's just so aggressive, and it's that yeah. style can't. Be good long term for him, but it's, it's right? really fun to watch.
1: I couldn't believe how much he changed that team too, because yeah, they're they were seven yeah. twenty, right? And then all of a sudden they start winning, they they had this good streak going and everything. Oh man, it's just it's too bad to see him not in the league this year, you know, or you know, just out. Um uh, last thing on this too, Memphis has a week to file a disabled player exception for Morant's injury, which is worth twelve point four million dollars. So they'll probably do that. Halliburton strained his hamstring, so he's reportedly out at least two weeks. Um, and with him, the Indiana Pacers, they were 9-1 and over the last 10 games. They actually have the best record in a league since Christmas. So, Indiana's
0: just, they're, they're on it. Um, Chris it Paul. It sucks to see Tyrese Halliburton go down. He's yeah. another really, really fun player to watch.
1: Yeah, and, I, um, I've been watching a lot of basketball, too. And that, that game that you mentioned where he, won the, where he, he broke the assist... A franchise yeah. record. Oh man, it was so good to watch too. I was watching it live. I couldn't believe it. I just and then I'm watching like the fantasy stats and he's just scoring like crazy too because of that. absurd. God. Yeah. I
0: think he had like eighty six fantasy points or something like yeah. that on that game. And man, it that guy
1: could enough. knock down the three pointers too. Like he he was like the clutch guy on that team, so he's amazing. He he's really just stepped up in my book too. I I he's like one of my most favorite players in the league, honestly. Just he's really good. So Okay, Chris Paul, he went underwent uh surgery after fracturing his hand. So this was about seven days ago, so a week ago. They didn't put any time frame on when he's going to be back. But on top of that, too, um, uh, not Walter Payton, Gary Payton, the second, he's set to miss several weeks after suffering a hamstring injury, too, as well, so... Now all they have is Steph Curry, so <laughs> hopefully they're,
0: they're in trouble. Yeah, hopefully they fall apart. And I yeah. thought they were a playoff team, and you said they're not a playoff team, <laughs> and I said we'll see, Ronnie. And it looks like we're about to see.
1: Funny you mention that because yes, I I actually make sure to mention that they're in twelfth currently yeah, in this step yeah, So yeah, yeah. I I'm honestly I I'm not surprised because I thought they were going to fall apart after the Jam on Green incident, but I didn't think they're going to fall apart like this with injuries and everything like that. But or with, you know, Draymond Green getting suspended too. Weird. Okay, Lakers, um, Gabe Vincent, he's, he went, he under, how do I say this? He will undergo arthros...
0: <laughs> You're legitimately asking how do you say this? Okay.
1: <laughs> arthros... Oh my God. What is it called when you go under surgery on your, le- on your knee? Arthroscopic? Yeah, there we go. Surgery.
0: Orthrosc- orthroscopic?
1: Arthroscopic. yes. My bad man, I cannot read Oof. that at all. That's hilarious. Oof. So he's he's having surgery on his left knee and he's expected to mix
0: You know, you ex- could have just said he's having left knee surgery. <laughs> I know. But you did us the favor of stammering through that word. <laughs> that's my favorite so thank thing you to Ronnie. do. You're thank welcome. You so, much.
1: so he's expected to miss six to eight weeks. So yeah, he actually played a decent amount of minutes, So, he was averaging like twenty five, twenty seven minutes as a game too, so um that's kind of a big hit for them. Um for the Knicks uh, Robinson, Mitchell Robinson, he's going to miss the rest of the season with an ankle injury he suffered. Um, this is, uh, yeah. So that, that's big for them too. Uh, $7.8 million for a disabled player exception for him too, as well. All right. And then I got, did you hear what happened to Aaron Gordon during our break?
0: I did not.
1: Uh, he I probably had,
0: did, but I don't remember.
1: Cause... He was beaten up by a dog. So, oh, yeah. he yeah, got yeah, bit yeah. in the hand, in the face, and uh, he missed a couple of games. He had 21 stitches with all this stuff, too. Missed a few games, but he's back and everything since then, because that happened about 17 days ago, it says. So, yeah, it's just kind of crazy to hear that, you know?
0: he it's, it's weird stories sometimes. Yeah. yeah. I know, with yeah,
1: Ure getting hurt, hit or whatever, like on his bike and stuff, you know, and then this yeah. guy having a dog attack. Man, be careful out there, guys. Come on. Be
0: careful out there. <laughs> I
1: yeah. wonder what happened with that. Like, what, I wonder if his two dogs were fighting like in the house and he tried breaking it up because I actually had that to a guy at work, too. He was a security guard and his dogs were fighting and he just tried breaking them apart, but he ended up getting all bit up and everything and uh, he missed some days at work, too, as well. Oh, in geez. fact, he's still not back, too. So, yeah, he got hurt, too.
0: Oh, wow. That's scary. Yep. So just a, a
1: another – Good timing
0: and, <laughs> for my house where we just got a dog. Oh, yeah. There you go. Ugh. Well,
1: luckily yours is just a little puppy with little puppy teeth. So I don't think you got to worry about dog bites. Yeah. Just pee, huh?
0: See. We'll t- time will tell.
1: <laughs> so Embiid, he's been out and into um, – he was out for that Christmas Day game that you're looking forward to. All these Christmas games you're looking forward to.
0: Yeah. It was a w- lot of injuries in some of those games. Yeah. So the, he was the, out – for- The 76ers and the Heat. That yeah. one was the biggest bummer of all because Jimmy Butler didn't play either.
1: Oh, I didn't know Butler didn't play. See, I didn't even yeah. watch the game because if Embiid wasn't playing, I wasn't going to watch the game, so I didn't even look at that one. So, yep, he was out with a sprained ankle, and he's he he came back for a couple of games, um, but then he's out now for a knee injury, so he's been out for this whole week, so he's killing my fantasy team. He's one my most important player, and he's been out, so <laughs> frustrating with that. Um, with that, uh, you mentioned Wilt Chamberlain and Kareem. Um, Joel Embiid joined these guys, too, with players with 15-plus consecutive 30 points and 10 rebound games. So he has 15 oh, nice. of those games joining those two guys. Wilt Chamberlain and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. So, yep, okay. that guy's a machine. Um A funny one. Not, well, kind of funny. I thought it was funny. On December 23rd, Victor Wembanyama, he actually had a, an in-game, a pre-game workout where he injured his foot stepping on a ball boy. On the ball boy, was just, you know, rebounding everything and Victor goes up for like a simple layup and he just stepped on the ball boy's foot and he kind of twisted his ankle a little bit and he was out that game.
0: <laughs> and the ball boy was immediately fired.
1: <laughs> I know. I wonder if he was, but uh, that would be so disheartening if you're a ball boy, you know, just a little, he's like a you're 16 like, year yeah. old kid and everything like yeah. that, you know, and then you're like, just and you're that. the star player. Yeah, yep. exactly. And I was like, sorry, but it was kind of weird the way Wimbanyana kind of like, he just he did his layup and then he kept backing up, backing up, and the ball boy wasn't like even on the court; he was out of bounds. So it's like, oh, come yeah, on, Vinyama, you got to pay windy. attention to yeah. other people. You know, you can't just walk wherever you want. You know, that's right. I think it was more his fault. Um, Lamella Ball uh, he returned after missing twenty games with an ankle injury. So we're moving on to positive news now. So Lamella Ball's back, and he scored twenty eight points his first game back. So I I don't know why I just don't like him. So. <laughs> <laughs> Do you? Um. And he actually showed his neck tattoo. Remember, they were trying to find him for that. Yeah, yeah. Yep. So he didn't cover it up his first game back. And the NBA will not find Melo Ball for this tattoo below his ear now. So okay, he's free to show it as he wants now. So
0: you know, he had a conversation with Adam Silver. He was actually going to retire.
1: <laughs> and uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like, no, it's okay. So yeah, this he was in violation of you know regulations prohibiting players for sporting visible commercial logos on their bodies, but. All of a sudden, now that's acceptable. No, that's okay. Yeah, yeah, it's cool. Kind of weird. Markel Fultz, he returned for the Orlando Magic. And he hasn't been playing that well, but I thought this was a, a big one. I was waiting for him to so come back. So he's back to
0: normal, is what you're saying.
1: <laughs> <laughs> he had a 27-game absence. And I had him on my fantasy team for a while because I'm like, cool, he's this guy's... Cool. He was he, terrible. He, he was the he's starter. <laughs> he was a starter for this team, but he went scoreless in his first 15 minutes of action. So he's, he's just... Yeah, he's definitely a bust now. So if you're thinking about picking him up, so don't yet. Maybe if there's an injury on this team, but don't worry about him. Um, Bradley Bill came back. And he's been scoring it up pretty good. <laughs> what are you uh, laughing about?
0: I just... I'll, I'll wait till till the end of your injury returns and we'll talk okay, about this. Okay,
1: so Bradley Bill, uh, he, he's he been scoring pretty good. He's been like 25, 20 games. But then his last game he had uh, on January 11th up against the Lakers, he scored 37 points. So he's really been stepping it up. I'm, I'm glad to see him healthy and our whole team is healthy now for the Suns. Let's see if we can string together those wins. On the other side, though, DeAndre Ayton, he's been out for like 10 games. And I feel like I predicted this. I have to go back to the recording of this, but didn't I say that once he got paid and once he played for this crappy team that he's going to fake some sort of injury and just hardly play because he's going to want to stay home and just play video games? Or did I just think that? never said that. (laughs) I might have just thought it. I might have not actually said it out loud. But I definitely thought this was going to happen. He's been out for with right knee tendinitis. So, I just found it interesting that, you know, Bradley Beal's back finally, he's healthy, and then Aiton goes out. Um Just kind of interesting to see the motivation of players sometimes, I think. I think it is motivation yeah. where Bradley Beal wants to play, he just couldn't, and then Aiton, like, he could play, but he doesn't want to, because he's on a losing I team. I think
0: you're making some pretty big assumptions there. I think I'm 100% right. I'm just yeah.
1: accurate. <laughs> it's not an assumption, it's the truth, Jonathan. <laughs> um, Jalen Johnson came back, so... He's he's on my fantasy team. Man, this guy he he's he's a star. Have you seen him play this year? I have
0: seen a couple of games of his. Yeah, so nothing he, that jumped out to me but
1: Okay, well, he's he on the it. Atlanta Hawks and uh there was one game where he played January 10th. It was against Philadelphia. It was a big game, right? So he scored 25 points, 16 rebounds, seven assists. He got a steal, two blocks. This guy is lighting it up and uh yeah. Jalen Johnson is the one to watch. He's, he's a star rising on the Hawks. So, yeah, they got Trey Young and everything, but I think this guy, you, you need to keep your eye on him. He's, he's going places. All right. Okay. Keep my eye on him. A couple, couple more injury updates and team things. So, this one's a little sad to me. Goran Dragic is retiring. He I was one that. of my yep, favorite players in the league, so he's going to call it quits. His last game will be a farewell game in August in his native country in Slovenia. And then Ricky Rubio, he's also going to leave the League 2s. So the Cleveland Cavaliers were talking about parting ways with him and buying out his contract or whatever. They finally came to an agreement, so it says Rubio ends his NBA career after reported Cavs buyout. So he got bought out, and after 12 seasons, he will no longer be in the league. I liked him too. He, had this he lo-
0: never lived up to what I think his expectations were. Yeah, what he he was, taken.
1: he was good at times. I think he was like a, I'm definitely a top ten point guard in the league, but he had a lot of injury problems, though. He could in have been better. Yeah, yeah, he could have been better, but uh, yeah. So kind of sad to see that. Um, the biggest news that happened while we we're on break, I think, is a trade. There was a New York and Toronto trade. So That's OG right. and Unobi, and then Precious Achua and Malika Maliki Malichi Flynn. Don't even know who that guy is. So <laughs> they all went to they New are, York.
0: They all went to New York.
1: Yeah. Yep. And then the guys that went to Toronto from New York was Emmanuel, quickly R.J. Barrett, and a 2024 second round pick via Detroit. And yeah, since then they both play teams have been actually playing pretty good too.
0: It's yeah. a good trade for for both teams. I, I think uh, the Raptors. You know, we talked about it when we did our. our Preseason preview, and I, the question I had about the Raptors was, who's going to get traded first, Pascal Siakam or O.G. Anobi? Mm-hmm. The answer was O.G. Anobi, but Pascal Siakam's name is still very, very rampant in trade rumors. Yeah. So this was, I would say, expected. I mean, if if some some loser like me is able to predict it, then uh, <laughs> yeah, it's it's pretty well definitely going to happen. And I think Pascal Siakam is going to get traded too, although he's being a little difficult, it sounds like, with, with some of his uh, demands. Time will tell on that one. But yeah, I think it's a good trade for both teams. Raptors get younger, they get something for a player that wasn't going to resign with them anyways.
1: Mm-hmm. Yep, absolutely. And they, they, yeah, they messed really go really well with the other players on those teams already very quickly too. So yeah, good trades for both of them. All right, and then some signs. So the Heat signed Spolstra to a eight-year, $120 million Ridiculous extension.
0: extension. Yes, I so, couldn't believe that. Eight years? I
1: know. I Oh, I, man. You don't hear that for any players or anything. And for a no. coach to well, get you that. Can't,
0: you can't do for a player, right? Five <clears> is the max. Oh, is it? I didn't but, know that. Okay. Yeah, but a a eight year deal for a coach that's already been there for so long. Yeah, it's crazy. It, it is kind of interesting though, because in you know this last week in football side, right? You Nick Saban, Bill Belichick, Pete Carroll, all no longer head coaches, and mm-hmm. then Spolster gets an eight year extension. Yeah, right. Where he's like a he's been there forever. He's been how long has he been in Miami? Fourteen years. That's my yeah. my guess.
1: I it's, it's got to be close to that. Absolutely. So, yeah, crazy to see that. Unexpected. I didn't think that's gonna happen. Not not like eight years, maybe five years, maybe. Yeah, that's but, crazy. Yeah. And then uh Clippers Kawhi Leonard agreed to a three year hundred and fifty two million dollar contract with the Clippers. So yep. I mean, I think it's well deserved, but kind of surprising because of his injuries and everything. So But yeah, and then that's all I have for injuries and signs, waves and trades, extensions, whatever you want to call this segment now.
0: <laughs> Alright. Cool. Whew, that was quite the <laughs> whirlwind of activity.
1: Yeah, we've been out for a while, you know, so... Yeah.
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> Glad to Talked catch up some, on. Uh,
0: yeah. So I wanted to do my top three, and I wanted to talk about the top 25 players... I'm well, Not top 25, that would take way too long. <laughs> top three. Our top three of... Twenty-five player, oh, man, I'm like, I feel like I'm having a Ronnie moment here. Top three Top players three under players twenty-five years old. Under twenty-five years old. Oh my god, yeah. Ronnie's taking me to town here. <laughs> uh, so, you know, I looked at a couple of lists, and I see a more updated one that actually falls almost perfectly in line with with my list. And I just want to kind of talk about that. So, some players that have been on this in the past, you know, Jason Tatum. Obviously, he's no longer under twenty-five. He's graduated from this list. Uh, Devin Booker was on this list. What, what are, what do you think about rookies being on this list? Do you feel that that's a little bit too soon to put them on this list when they haven't even had a full season? No. Uh, in the NBA.
1: Um, it, it well, it kind of depends on when this list was made. You know, I mean, these rookies have what now, like thirty this, games this under the belt right now. Let's right? say, yeah,
0: but yeah, this, this was, this was made January eleventh, so this is fresh off the press. This is the one I'm looking at from HoopsHype.com, Uh and they have a lot of rookies on here.
1: That's okay though. I mean, they, they have a decent amount of games and I think you kinda get a feel for for those players and, and where they're headed. I I think it's okay to have rookies. That's okay.
0: Okay. I don't I think you need at least a full season because you see players come back their second year and have, you know, a sophomore slump, so mm-hmm. to speak. And I just I just think it's it's too early. There's also some problems I have with this list. Uh, I don't know if you've seen the same list that I have, but uh Zion's on it, and it's like eh. <laughs> he he's but he's
1: uh what is it called the top top twenty five players under twenty five is that the list you're yeah, looking this at is
0: top twenty five under twenty five yeah
1: okay, so yeah, i mean i, I mean he's definitely a top twenty five player right under twenty five looking at other players <laughs> like who who who's a player on the list so, that would be better than him,
0: so he's number eleven on this list, okay, and I was just like, okay but then you Victor Webinyama is number 12 and Franz Wagner is 13 and Evan Mobley is 20 is um number 14 it's like i think all of those guys Cade Cunningham is 15 i would i would take all of those guys over Zion given his oh, injury lived. history given his lack of <clears throat> uh, dedication maybe is the right word i don't yeah. know he just he hasn't been The player that you wanted him to be. And there's more, there's players on this list that I would take over him. But that's not the point of this. This is our top three under 25. Uh, Number three, I went with Anthony Edwards. I like what he has become for this Minnesota team, which, by the way, is still in first place. Shocking me, certainly. Yeah. Uh, I don't know how you you, you, you were speaking their praises sooner. I thought it was a fluke. But yeah, they're first place, and Anthony Edwards is a big reason why they are in first place.
1: Well, when did you this,
0: do a, a top three on this as well?
1: Yeah, I did. Yeah. When that trade okay. happened too, though, with the with Wolves, we predicted that they were going to be a much better team last year, but I think it just took a long yeah. time for them to, to mesh together. And I forget if they got a new head coach this year. I don't remember the coach situation there. Maybe they got a new coach and they, they just changed things. I don't or maybe think they, they did. Just, I
0: think it's the same coach. I okay. think they just meshed. So, a full so yeah, season.
1: they just had some experience together then. And th- when that happens, you just develop more chemistry and I mean, they had a good team to just kind of get all together. And I, I don't know, just something about that where spending time no, with I your agree. players and everything, you just, they learned and they're really good and, players, you know? So it, it's, it's, um yeah, we thought they're going to be good last year.
0: We were wrong, but now they're good this year, so. And that's why I think the Celtics, not the Celtics, gosh darn it, the Bucks and the Suns are not going to win the championship this year because mm-hmm. they're too new. And we see certainly the Suns struggling. Yeah. The Bucks have been a little bit more together, uh, yep. but... Yeah, it's it's tough. It's tough to make those big changes to your roster. Yeah. Uh, who do you have as number three on yours?
1: So my number three, I went with Jaron Jackson Jr. Okay. So the reason I went with him is because he he really stepped Good it up pick. this year for points per game. He's, he's of course on the Indiana Pacers. He is on Indiana Pacers, right?
0: <laughs> Jaron Jackson Jr.
1: Yeah. Or am I am I, or am I confusing sure. him with a different team? I'm pretty sure. Oh crap! I, I should have looked. Is. Oh no! Memphis Grizzlies.
0: Yeah, I was going to say he's former Defensive Player of the Year or yeah. reigning Defensive Player of the Year. Okay, uh, so that's... Or former, I don't yep. remember. I forget
1: but, to look at what team he was for, but uh, yeah, I don't, don't know why Memphis. I had it. Yeah, okay, so my bad. Anyways, so yeah, he plays for the Memphis Grizzlies. <laughs> I obviously knew that. <laughs> and then, um, yeah, he was a two-time block champion, so he already has that under his belt. And uh, yeah, last year, he he recorded three blocks per game. Now, this year, he's only recording 1.7 blocks per game, but yeah, this guy, that, that's a big reason why I'm, I'm choosing him, to because he's actually like a good defensive player. And I believe that to be on this list, especially in my list, you have to be good on both parts of the floor. You have to be a good offensive player and a good defensive player. Okay. And um, in his fair. career, um, he's averaging 17 points per game. This year, he's up to 21.3 points per game, so he's really stepped it up. Maybe because John Morant hasn't been there for most of the year, um, but... Anyways, uh, I just think he's one of the best players under 25 years old in in a league. Top three right there. I picked him as number three.
0: Nice. Who is your number two?
1: My number two, I actually went with Wenbin Yama.
0: (laughs) Oh, that's why you can have rookies on the list. You fool.
1: (laughs) Yeah. So, the reason I went with him is because, I mean, yeah, he's played 33 games. He's averaging 19.4 points, right? 10 rebounds per game, three assists. And 3.1 blocks. So, he's he has more blocks per game than Jackson, you know, who's played, like, what, six seasons? This guy's a rookie. Is already averaging three blocks. And he'd look at all these other stats that he's doing, too, you know? So, um, the only thing I have against him, though, is that he's... I'd expect him to have better stats because he's playing on such a a, a team that, like, doesn't have any other good players to take stats, you know? I'd expect him to yeah. have a Be lot more stats. across the board. Yeah, yeah. We're exactly right. Because he's the only good player on the team. So that's why I put him as number two. I, I bet you guess my number one, but I I, I want to wait for your number one first.
0: Oh sure, yeah. My number two, I went with Tyrese Halliburton. We talked about him earlier in the podcast, yeah. breaking the setting the franchise record for assists for the Indiana Pacers. He is an immensely talented player, and I think he's only going to get better. He's a lot of fun to watch, and I just I just love his style of basketball. And yep. uh, I hope that he comes back soon from this injury. But yeah. uh, he is – it's fun to watch and, and the future is bright in Indiana. I think we knew that they were going to be good. They have a good young roster. But I think he is accelerating their their sort of um, rebuilding process because of how well he is playing. And he's only 23. So he's going to be on this list again next year yeah. as a 23-year-old. I, w- so- I saw
1: both of those players you picked so far. I saw Edwards and Halliburton and it was hard for me to choose both of them. But then – yeah. They don't play defense, though. You know? Well, actually, Edwards, he, he he plays some defense, but not hard defense like, like I see out of these players I chose, you know? So, that's... Uh,
0: yeah. No, I get it. Yeah.
1: That's When it. you're just straight offense, I don't know. It, it, you can't make my list. But I I did see <laughs> them, and I was like, I almost picked them. I was like, nope, I they, they can't.
0: And for number one, I went with LeBron James... No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I went with... <laughs> Luka Doncic, number one, and you talk I about you're a player them. that doesn't play defense. You're uh, so dumb, Jonathan. That is Luka. He doesn't play defense, but he's on a, he's having an MVP season right now. He is, he's doing it all, uh, other than playing defense, <laughs> but he's just been immensely, at 33 points per game he's scoring. He's, he's huge. He's, he's, he's the reason the Mavericks are, are able to attract, you know, talented free agents like Kyrie. I guess Kyrie was technically a trade, but, he resigned with this team because I think people want to play with Luca and he just, he's fun to watch. I know you hate him. I hate watching him play. Um, yeah. If I didn't hate him, he would be really fun to watch. He talks a lot of trash, but he, he, has, he complains it, after every call or every, every whistle. A lot, yeah. But he's, he's a, a very talented basketball player. I don't think anyone can argue that. And I think he deserves to be number one on this list. So I'm curious to see who you have as your number one.
1: You you can't guess it. I thought you might have. I thought it might have like led you to it. So, I I picked Wimbenyama, but it's my second. Do you, you, you guess who's my first? Because of that pick. No, I really? Can't. Okay. No. I I picked oh. Chet
0: Holmgren. Oh yeah, I should have been able to guess yeah. that. What a fool! <laughs> I was a fool, Ronnie. <laughs>
1: That's all right. So he's played thirty-seven games. He's averaging eighteen points per game, seven point three rebounds, two point seven assists, and two point five blocks per game. So his stance. Aren't necessarily as good as Wembenyama's, but when you look at who's on his team with him, you know SGA and he they, they have a he has a much better team around him, I think, and so I think his he doesn't have an opportunity to get as many stats as Wembenyama. Well, still standing you know?
0: out on a very talented team, yeah, yes. Where it almost it almost is the opposite of what you're. He's putting up good numbers despite despite not being the number one option. Whereas Chet is putting up good numbers, but. He is like the only option, right? More or less. There's some good players on this team, but yeah, so uh, I, on, on the Spurs team, but not not as good as Wemby should be. Yeah I, yeah, I agree with that.
1: And so, yeah, I think that's just me defending my pick right here. You know, so I think people sure. when they hear this, are gonna be like, "How could you put Yama under Chet?" You know, well, it's because of the situation that they're in. You know, they're in different yeah. situations, and yeah, the Chet is holding his own and he's doing amazing. And I think if he was on the Spurs team, Chet would, you know. He would average like probably 25 points per game and also 10 rebounds per game. So, and probably four blocks per game because that guy's a beast, too. So, um, yeah. yeah, he's my favorite player under 25 years old. He, this man, they're going to do so good this year. And, and that's one of my most favorite teams right now, too. So, yep. I like all these guys. I like your picks, right. too.
0: Yeah, those are we've been very different. options. You went defense first, I went points first. But, uh, yeah. No, oh, that's good. Yeah. I
1: like it. I think I think uh, the league is looking up for all these defensive players, you know, coming in. I like that the the direct, the direction that they're going in for this rookie class coming in, you know. So I, I like to see defenders more than offenders. So yeah, I like it.
0: All right, so that is my top three, Ronnie. What is your top three subject of today? Yeah,
1: I got a top three. So my top three is the most. Why do you make it sound dirty? Um, I'm sorry. That, I'll, was that
0: intentional? I'm, make, I'm making it sound less <laughs> yeah, dirty. Yeah, I got a top three.
1: <laughs> yeah. I'm ready for my top three
0: <laughs> so my top three Did not work the...
1: <laughs> <laughs> so it's the uh, most exciting teams to watch this year so okay I've, I've been watching a lot of uh nba stuff you know a lot of um what's the app called the nba app basketball yeah oh <laughs> yeah i've been watching a lot of nba apps right and yep. uh yeah i've i've had a lot of games that i click through every, like every single game you know every, almost every day i turn it on and there's always some certain teams that pop out, you know. Like a, I'll watch some, and then I'm like, ah, eh, they're boring. I'll turn it to others, you know. So my top three, um, I, I, I basically, yeah, that's it. So <laughs> that was a horrible perfect. setup, but um, it's perfect. I'm gonna go for my third favorite team to watch right now. It's the New Orleans Pelicans. So these guys, I, I they're just so exciting. The team that they have right now. So they got Zion. Brandon Ingram, Valachunas, McCollum. Sometimes they have Herb Jones starting. Sometimes it's Trey Murphy, but they have such a deep team. On top of that, too, they're benched like Alvarado. You know, he comes in and like he steals the ball like crazy. My wife calls him the cockroach because he's just all over the place, you know. And then, uh, yeah, just, they're just so exciting to see Zion will bring up the ball like a point guard. So what you said earlier about Zion and everything, I disagree. I, I think he is like one of the top players under 25. Because he is like a point guard slash center, and I, I love players like that too. But um, yeah, just overall, a really exciting team to watch. So that's that's my third. Did you make any list on this at all?
0: I did, yeah. I have a, a, a top three. My number three team uh, on this list is the Oklahoma City Thunder. And the reason I like watching them is because... You know, Josh Giddy had all this drama that happened. It's not really drama. Mm-hmm. Josh Giddey did some really questionable – made some questionable choices. He, and, he took a high uh, schooler just, to
1: to prom or, or to junior prom or whatever it is, homecoming.
0: Yeah. That's all that happened, right? <laughs> right, Ronnie? <laughs> <laughs> I hope that's all that um, happened. <laughs> it's, it's interesting to see how he, that's impacting him alongside SGA and Chet playing just – Absolutely fantastic basketball. They're second place in the West. They're 27-11. They're tied for the best record in the West. And to me, that's just really, really exciting. This team, again, that no one really ex- had big expectations of last year. They make the play-in tournament. They make a little bit of noise. And now Chet joins his team, and SGA's a little bit better. And then as a sidebar, you have this distraction of Josh Giddy And just watching them play, it's been... It's exciting to watch, just like you. When mm-hmm. I'm flipping through and I see, oh, the Thunder are playing. Let me let me watch a couple of minutes of this game. That's that's a team that I'm drawn to.
1: Yes, I 100% agree with you on that one. I forgot to go over my record for the Pelicans too. Right now they're they're 23 and 16. They're seventh in the West too. So yeah, they're they're a winning team. They're one of the they best. They won tonight, teams. so
0: yeah, they're 24 and. 16, oh, there you so go. Okay, yep. Plus one to your uh, your list there. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Okay, do you want to go over your second, or do you want me to do my second?
0: Sure. Yeah, I'll do my number two. Okay. My number two is the Sacramento Kings. They are 23-15 and 15 in the West, and this yeah. just goes back to last season when we talked about it on the podcast. You know, I, I expected them to rebuild. I didn't expect them to be as good as they were last year, and they're still very much in the middle of this playoff pack here in the West. Keegan Murray has taken a huge step forward mm-hmm. after, I wouldn't call it a disappointing rookie year, but I think... Overall, you know, when you're seeing what Palo Banchero was doing, you're like, okay, well, this is a disappointment because he's not that guy. Well, he's different than that guy, but he's contributing much more meaningful minutes to this team. Uh, you still have De'Aaron Fox. You just still have Sabonis. You still have Malik Monk. You still have a Mike Brown coach team that's playing really, really good basketball. They play fast-paced. They score a lot of points, and and they light the beam at home when they win, which I still think is, is really good. I am hoping
1: cool. you are going to make mention that, too. I love that beam thing, too. Yeah. Yeah, you know what? Honestly, if I were to pick four teams, a top four, they would have been my fourth. They almost broke my top three because they are very exciting to watch. So, yeah. Okay. Good choice well, on them. Well,
0: your Pelicans were not on my top five. <laughs> I'm <so>. surprised, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if that makes you feel better or worse.
1: <laughs> it makes me feel worse. Thanks, jerk. My my actually second team, though, was also the Oklahoma City Thunder, too, for very oh, similar okay. reasons that you mentioned, too. The one thing that you didn't mention, though, too much was like SGA being on the team, too, like I love watching Chet Holmgren, you know, he's probably my favorite player to watch. But if he's, if he's having an off night, SGA is like a Michael Jordan in the league right now. I mean, he's very comparable, too, to Michael Jordan. He's just unstoppable, too. I thought hard about maybe trading him uh, for... Uh, I, I actually don't have him. I was trading for him and maybe possibly giving up MB, too, because MB is injured a lot, too. So um, yeah. that's how much I like SGA. I think he's he's comparable with uh, MB, too. So, yeah, From yeah, just a
0: fantasy to, perspective.
1: Yep, absolutely, exactly. Okay. And then on
0: the bench they got depending on the fantasy league, I guess, right? Right. If right, you're yep. doing uh, categories, yep. not really. <laughs>
1: exactly. <laughs> and then exactly what you said with Giddy too. Yeah, if there's just like that interesting factor. You know, the if, he, if he's playing in a away game, the crowd boos him like crazy. Too at home, yeah. And they're just kind of like. We should. We don't know if we should cheer up for him or not. You know,
0: <laughs> what, what's the rule here? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. what do we do?
1: <laughs> and then on the bench, they got Terrence Mann coming off the bench too. He's a really good bench player too. So yeah, they just have a really good overall team. The last game they played against the Tri- Portland Trailblazers too. It was one hundred and thirty nine to seventy seven. So even though that game was a blowout, it was still pretty fun to watch Oklahoma City too. So, I yeah really enjoy those guys. Okay. Um. Oh, and I uh, I have some little stats on this too. So. Um, Joe, or Shea Gilius Alexander he is in third place right now for the most points per game without free throws this season. So it goes Luca, oh, wow. Luca, Joel Embiid and then Shea Gilius Alexander and then um, Chet Holmgren is on the list too so he, he has the third um, I'm sorry he has most 30 point games by a Thunder rookie since Russell Westbrook which is three. Russell Westbrook had three. So, Chet already okay. has those. So, that's, I just nice. thought that was cool for Oklahoma City. Um, have you heard of the stat called stock? Stock. Yeah. No. I, this is something I learned today. So, this is a combination of steals and blocks. For some reason, they combine it and oh, they okay. call it stocks. So, the players with the most stocks this season it's Wemby, AD, Brooke, and then Chet. He's number four. And SGA is number five, too. So, Chet and SGA. Both have blocks and steals this season. They're they're in the top five, and they're on the same team. So, just an amazing team to watch.
0: Yeah, they. I didn't realize they were that good defensively. With with two of those guys being on that list, mm-hmm. obviously, offensively, they're they're split up a lot of points.
1: Yeah, absolutely. All right, ready for my number one? I am. You want to take a guess?
0: the phoenix suns
1: no uh gross disgusting uh, i hate you did, the phoenix you did suns go with re- your heart yep. <laughs> i went with uh this is going to surprise everyone the chicago bulls for oh, some reason when i'm tra- when i'm switching all these channels and everything like that, looking looking all these teams i always get stuck on the bulls and i don't know what it is about the crowd and the atmosphere when i'm watching these games man the, it is just so exciting to watch and they have amazing halftime acts too and everything just because they actually show it on the app and stuff so that's kind of cool. The games always end up being really close and competitive too. I'm always watching DeRozan and oh my god, just the other players on the team too. Um, If you ever get a chance to watch Caruso this guy is a game seen, changer. Yeah, I was just going
0: to mention Caruso. He yeah. very, he's very—he's similar to Alvarado. Is yeah, a cockroach like mentality.
1: Man, I would take a player of five Carusos on my team. I just feel like that it would be unstoppable. It's, it it would seems be a like terrible. Team. <laughs> it seems like during crunch time, <laughs> like in the fourth quarter, he—he's a difference maker. You know, he's just—he's one of those players that doesn't score much, but he just makes all the right decisions and you know gets the ball when it's most needed. And then you got White and Levine and Vucevic. I mean, God, these—it's just so exciting too. But the biggest reason I think is the crowd. Like, they'll they'll cut it close to like within ten points or something after being down twenty points. But the crowd gets into it. They are loud and they are, man, they're so strong for their team. You know, it's just I I love I love how loyal they are, and it's it's really fun to watch. Is that team? It's just I can't I can't switch away from them whenever I. I Switching one of those games, dry. I always they're want to see what happens.
0: Frustrating to watch, I think, because mm-hmm. they have opportunities to close out games and they don't take them with missed three throws or sloppy turnovers. Yeah, and that to me is extremely frustrating because they're you know that game against what was it the the Raptors that went into overtime? Mm-hmm. I think that we talked about last time. Yeah, that was a game they should have won. They should have won that game once or twice over, yep. and and they. They blew it. But
1: so, but that game was I, exciting to watch because it went in overtime too, you know? That, it I mean, was just,
0: exciting to watch, but it was it had to have been frustrating as I'm not a Bulls fan, mm-hmm. but as a Bulls fan, I can only imagine the screaming that's going on yeah. at TVs around Chicago.
1: Yeah, their record is it's only eighteen and twenty two, so they do lose more than they win, but they're ninth in the East too, so they still have a chance, and I think that's part of the excitement with their crowd too, because they're still like in that bubble, you know. They they could make it the playoffs.
0: Okay. Uh, I went with the Indiana Pacers for my number one team. Yes. Uh, Miles Turner, he's a Lego fan, just like me. You gotta <laughs> appreciate that. You have, um, you know, Buddy Heald, who's playing great off the bench sometimes, sometimes not so much. Yeah. Uh You know, Tyrese Halliburton, obviously, is out right now with the injury. But when he was in the game and when he was playing, this team is just really, really fun to watch. Again, it's another young team that I think got good. Without them expecting to be that good. And so now, you know, they're rumored to Pascal Siakam potentially trying to trade for him uh, as the deadline approaches to make, you know, it's like, hey, let's make a run for it. You know, they signed Bruce Brown Jr. during the offseason from Denver, and he's made a difference on this team as well. So they're fun to watch. I always like rooting for sort of these small market teams where, you know, players don't tend to go. Free agents don't go to Indiana. And yeah. they're, they put together a team that's, that's making some noise out in the East. They are, I think, fourth place in the East right now, yes, fourth place, they're twenty three and fifteen, and they're you know, they made it to the in season tournament championship, lost to the Lakers, who have had bad luck since that tournament, but it's uh it's it's fun to watch these guys play.
1: Yeah, this team has that D'Antoni Suns mentality where it's just the run and gun sons, you they play all offense and no defense. That's right. <laughs> but it's the way I like it. Yeah. But That's he a, score a lot though.
0: Everyone in baseball likes the home run. <laughs> yeah. The Pacers are that.
1: That's true. Oh, hey, I have one more last thing on the, the Bulls, too. Is that, did you see Drummond when he was a starter? Did you see how many rebounds he was getting per game?
0: I did not. God. How did so,
1: Dude, okay, so last five games, he's not a starter anymore, which is frustrating because I feel like he's so good. But he had 25, 16, 23, 17, 16 as a starter. I don't understand why they put him okay. back on the bench after all these rebounds. And he was scoring a decent amount, too. Was, I don't know, just a... They're winning games, and um, that's only really frustrating thing about the Bulls, I think, right now too, is that they have this starter that they they put on the bench that they, they barely play him because their their main center, I forget what his name is, but um, yeah, he's back in a in the lineup after being injured. Uh, Vucevic, I mean, he's he's okay, but I don't think he's as good as Drummond, so I think they need to make that switch, uh, or maybe have both on the
0: floor at the same are time. Are in the minority there because Vucevic is a Probably a top 10 center, I would say. Well,
1: maybe, maybe, how about they bench Caruso and then put Drummond and Vucevic on the floor at the same time? Oh, okay,
0: there we go. Now we're talking. Something like that, you know? The guy that you said you like watching, let's bench him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I get it. I understand. He, yeah, Vucevic was the high scorer in tonight's victory over the Spurs, so yeah. there you go. Uh, I wanted to do a quick little game with you if you're if you're up for it. I love games. So I'm going <laughs> to rapid fire give you the name of a sport <clears throat> and you tell me who the best ever, the greatest of all time in that sport is. Okay. So, for example, if I were to say football, you would say.
1: I will say something. <laughs> Do you want me to say th- it right th- now?
0: <laughs> I mean, football's the, football's we- the easiest one, I think, right? Because there's nobody better than <laughs> Joe Montana. <laughs> Oh no, Jerry Rice. Is that who you're
1: going with? <laughs> Jerry Rice. I'm not going to. I'm not gonna, Tom Brady I'm not gonna say. Tom Brady. No, football No, he's not. Oh, you fool. He's, okay. he's he's great when he has a deflated ball. He's great when they record their, the the okay. other players, see, the other is, team's team. This is teams. why I
0: wanted to have this conversation to learn the inner Ronnie and also to see how just you're, you know how much of a Ronnie answer.
1: <laughs> do you, you get? do you think anyone's ever going to break Jerry Rice's record for most receiving yards? So I picked Jerry Rice. And Joe Montana, he's just personally my most favorite quarterback ever.
0: Maybe. I don't know. So, yeah. Maybe. That's, that's Larry Fitzgerald think. came close, but he... Yeah. Uh, I think Larry Fitzgerald could have he if he would have had somebody yep. that wasn't like a play school quarterback exactly. for half of his career. So Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I think you'll have somebody that beats that.
1: Yeah. Imagine if Larry Fitzgerald had Joe Montana.
0: Imagine if Larry Fitzgerald didn't have John Skelton and Kevin Cobb. I know. And Max Power and all those just garbage quarterbacks. Yeah, anyway, all those yards with uh, that. So man. Right. you you get you get the point of the game. Are you ready to do this? Yep. All right. I'll start off with one that I know that you watch NASCAR. Dale Earnhardt. Dale Earnhardt swimming. <laughs> um, that
1: one guy that won all those gold medals. That one guy that won all those good the, Do you not know his name? No, I can't think of it right now. Okay, let's move. What's on. his name?
0: Michael Phelps. Yeah, Michael
1: Phelps. <laughs> Baseball. Oh my god. Um, um I, 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 I'm gonna go with I. I don't want to say Babe Ruth. But I feel like that's like the classic but answer. You can't
0: think of another baseball player. Uh, you know, I. <laughs> You're gonna say Babe Ruth. Who? Hey, I'll,
1: yeah, I'll do Babe Ruth.
0: Okay, Babe Ruth. Okay, hockey. Wayne Gretzky. Basketball.
1: Michael Jordan.
0: Soccer. I don't know. I don't know a soccer player. <laughs> You can't even come up with like a, f- a
1: no I, one that you know. I don't know any soccer players. There's that David one guy, Beckham, yeah, th- Pele. Okay, there's some names I kind of recognize, but I have no idea who right. they play for or anything. I've ten- heard of them. Ten- tennis. Um. Who's that bald guy that retired like ten years ago? I really liked him.
0: Oh, Ronnie. Andre Agassi. Yeah, Andre Agassi. About. I freaking yeah. love that Never guy. Never in a million years is he the greatest of <laughs> all the time. He's the greatest and that's tennis it. That's player why just
1: ever.
0: Ki- just wanted curious to who you said. I, 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 was deb- I was questioning whether or not you would be able to come up with Wayne Gretzky when we got to hockey. Yeah, absolutely. Because that's a no-brainer, right? You can argue football, which I think you're wrong. But hockey, it's Wayne Gretzky. And no one else is even close. <laughs> so.
1: Yeah. How come you didn't ask me all about, right. about uh, women's tennis?
0: I said tennis. You could have very easily said Serena Williams, oh, or Venus Williams, yeah. or Steffi Graf. You took it to Andre Agassi, who's probably not even in the top ten of greatest tennis players.
1: No way. He's absolutely the best. There's no question.
0: Okay, but I should no, I, I should have said a lot of I should have said Anna Kournikova. There you go.
1: Or Ma- Maria also Maria Sharapova. Yeah. Okay. <laughs>
0: Do you find it interesting that oh, I, I know these
1: these uh, women more than the men? Yeah, I,
0: I'm not shocked that you know the women. Don't forget about Maria Karolinko. Oh my God.
1: she's the best.
0: Oh boy! <laughs> all right, Ronnie, that's all I have in my notes. Anything uh, else you wanted to discuss? Yes,
1: I'm not done yet. So the NBA oh All-Star gosh, voting um, that's I'll been going on. Voting! Yeah. So uh, right now, the if I had a
0: horn. I go. Bum, 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 bum.
1: <laughs> if you could take a guess, who's the front leader for the front court? Uh who would you who would you guess has the most votes right now?
0: The front court. I would guess There's a
1: front court category and guards category.
0: I would guess Jimmy Butler.
1: No, really? You pick him first? Yes. He's not on the list.
0: I would guess DeAndre <laughs> 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 You're so dumb okay. Anthony Davis uh, LeBron he, James Anthony
1: Davis is on the list Anthony Davis is number four LeBron James is first So he, okay. he's, he has LeBron the most James votes He's the only one with three million yep. votes And then it's Nikolai I always say Nikolai Nikola Jokic um, And then Kevin okay. Durant Anthony Davis Kawhi Leonard
0: Kevin Durant? Really? Yeah. Okay
1: Yep. And then Alperine Sangun Paul George Victor Weminyama Your favorite rookie Chet Holmgren is below him and Carl Anthony Towns, guess who's the leader for the guards? Anthony Edwards. Oh, come on. Guess for reals. That's for real, though. Luca no, he's, he's number six. Six. And you're right. Luca Luca's is number, number, number one. No. Oh, okay. An- okay. Anthony okay. Edwards Oof. is number six, and Luca is first. So, good guess. Of course he is. He's you want to guess who's number two? in the
0: NBA right now. Uh, number two. This should be easy see. one. SGA.
1: Uh, no, he's number three. Good guess. I like that. But no, you okay. think of someone more popular. Jalen.
0: Brunson. <laughs> no. I'm just thinking he's from New York. Yeah, big that, that is actually a good vote. guess.
1: But yes, yeah, so you know what? Honestly, surprisingly, he's not on this list either too. So that is kind of crazy really? because I think he won okay. the player of the week like at least twice in the last three weeks. So Yeah. Okay, but um, I'll give you one more guess.
0: Uh, can you give me a conference? Western. Western conference. Devin Booker?
1: No, he is on the I list know, though. So thankfully, so oh, he's, he's number nine. Okay. So th- I was glad to see that. Steph Curry. I'm
0: missing somebody. Oh, of course, yeah. it's Steph Curry. Yeah, I yeah. thought you
1: were going to guess them. Mr.
0: Popularity. Me- I love Steph Curry. Okay, so
1: again, Luca, Steph, Shea, uh, SGA, I'll say. James Harden, number four. Kyrie Irving. Anthony That's a- weird. A- what? Last year?
0: No, James Harden on the list is weird, I think. Oh, so,
1: yep. And then Kyrie Irving.
0: I guess you get a little bit of a... You've been around so long; people know the name, and that probably helps you.
1: I think the reason he's on the list is because the Clippers are actually doing well right now. They, they're
0: yeah, and he's a good player, but he's also yeah, uh, yeah. Sorry, continue. No, your it's list.
1: okay. No, so the Clippers right now they have the best record in the league since December first. So there is, is a really good reason that he's on that list. Okay, and then after Anthony Edwards, number six is Jamal Rant. So I don't know. Good for him.
0: What, what? <laughs> D.
1: Aaron Fox. And then Devin Booker and Clay Thompson. So yep, those
0: Clay Clay's been terrible this year.
1: Mm, yeah, I don't. Well, you know, he's on a team that's popular right now, so that's
0: well, everyone's part of on it. a team. Well, that's popular though. I'm choosing to ignore that. <laughs>
1: Thanks. Okay, I have who's
0: off the list? Who who who's your biggest diss right now? That's like what? How are <laughs> um, they not on the All Star? Uh, list? It's
1: probably what's his name that you just mentioned from New York.
0: Oh, what's his name? Yeah, yeah. Oh, Jalen Brunson! Yeah, Jalen okay.
1: Brunson, definitely. Uh, I think he would be. He should be on there. Um, what's his name from Indiana that you mentioned that we both love? I suck at remembering names on this spot. What'd you say?
0: Tyrese Halliburton.
1: Yeah, I, I was kind of surprised to see. Was he
0: taken off because he's injured?
1: I don't think so, because he only has a hamstring injury, so he'll be back. Okay. So yeah, that's. Um, I think it's a pretty good that list. Is honestly. If-
0: if Tyrese Halliburton is not on the list, that's that's shocking.
1: I, there, there's probably a name that I'm not thinking about right now that should be on the list. But no, I actually I think it's a pretty good list. I don't know, there's no big okay. surprises. Okay, I have an efficiency landscape rating. So oh, this okay. shows you got to go
0: with a low water landscape. <laughs> uh, fake grass is good.
1: So I want to see who you think is the best overall net rated and the worst overall net rated. For offensive efficiency and defensive efficiencies, too. So, do you want me to, do you want to play the guessing game on whos who it is? Or do you just want me to go over the list?
0: I think you should just go over the list because I will not guess very Okay, well. I
1: think you'll guess the worst, but we'll go over the best. Okay, so right now, the team with the best um, defensive rating in the league is the New Orleans Pelicans. I was surprised to see that they are number five in offense, which gives them a number one net rating. So right now, they're the best in the league. And the number two right now with the best offense is Oklahoma City Thunder, and they have a number five defense. Um, I guess their five defenses... these are
0: well-rounded teams.
1: Right, yeah. So Oklahoma City, they're number two overall, so I thought that was good. Um, Cleveland Cavaliers, number three. Um, Knicks, number four. And number five is the Pacers. Okay, can you guess who? I imagine the, the worst. I
0: imagine the Mavericks are pretty bad. The Mavericks are list.
1: kind of in the middle. They're they're a little okay. above average, but more closer to the middle.
0: I'm going to guess the Pistons are pretty bad because the Pistons are pretty bad. They do have
1: the worst defensive rating in the league right now. Yeah, but they are not the that worst l- uh, net
0: rating overall rating. Right,
1: there's worse. one more team that's um, worse than them.
0: Is it going to be the Spurs? No, they're they because they have like one player that plays defense, and they all are pretty terrible <laughs> yeah. at offense.
1: Maybe because of that, they're more closer to the middle. Like they're they're still on the bottom okay. part of the middle.
0: Last, but... my last guess is going to be the Warriors, because uh, they're struggling defensively. Yeah, good guess. But so, their offense probably pulls them up. So they
1: are ranked twenty ninth in defense, but because their offense is good, they they're kind yeah, of up on the spectrum. Yeah, as soon as I said it, they were up. So the wrong. very worst team overall net. Is the Portland Trailblazers so good job? Ah, good job, Aiden. You you brought that team to the very last of the league. He's
0: not the reason. <laughs> That's a bad roster.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, he doesn't help it, right? Because I mean, he yeah, he scores offensively, I mean, he but might. he he doesn't rebound. He doesn't do much defensively. No, yeah, he
0: he's not a great. They defender.
1: say he's a good defender, but I don't see it. So yeah, it's just a big body. Okay, this is something that I screenshotted from StatMuse. Uh, this is back on, Would, on.
0: Here's a hypothetical question yes, for you. Okay. You know, I just said Dayton Dayton's a big body in the paint. In soccer, if you just had this morbidly obese goalie that just like blocked the whole net because he was so big. Wait, can you say that, instead of instead of soccer, can you say hockey instead? Okay, hockey, sure. Just so big that he could just stand there and block the net. Would that be would that be a good strategy? Absolutely. Or probably not.
1: I made this strategy on a video game. I, I brought all my stats up to the fattest hockey player possible where he just yeah. stuffed himself in the goal. Actually, I could change the character, so I changed it to an elephant. So I put the elephant Perfect. in the goal yeah. and no one was able to score a goal. And so, the, yep, okay. I, I believe that is the way to go with... Not with soccer because the goal is so big. It might, yeah, the
0: goal's is big. It would have to be huge, <clears throat> like yeah. impossibly large. But
1: that's why but I, like, I had you change it to, to hockey because, yep, it absolutely yeah, does work. Yeah, well, that makes
0: sense. And yes, change.
1: absolutely. As long as you are somewhat athletic too. If... <laughs> They can't as
0: long as they're doughy and athletic.
1: <laughs> yeah, because yeah, you can't have a slow one. Sometimes they gotta you know yeah. slide to the left a little bit. Okay,
0: too bad no hockey team has the guts to do it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, so hey, I guess this player. So I screenshotted this on January fifth. Um, this player has only missed five shots since um since Christmas, and he went thirty nine and forty four. Can you guess who the player was?
0: So it's got to be a player that's a center or a powerful. Correct. Am I correct on that? Okay. He's got to play in the East. No. And by East, I mean the West. (laughs) Yes, you're correct. Um, (laughs) um, It's not Anthony Davis because he takes stupid shots sometimes. Is it the Sun center? No.
1: I wish it was. Uh, I don't know. Nikola Nikola Jokic.
0: Oh, is it really Jokic? Wow. So he... That's crazy. He actually
1: missed eight shots on Christmas, but after Christmas, he made 39 of 44 in the four games since then. So that was just an amazing That's stat. I couldn't believe it. Because he doesn't yeah. just
0: do like gimmies from the paint. He's shooting threes. And right. That's just an unbelievable yeah, stat
1: when I saw this. I had to screenshot that one and bring that one up to you too. Okay. The team that is, uh, I'll just go over this one. The, since crisp or since the end season tournament, actually, this team is five and eleven since winning it. The Lakers they have the seventh yeah, worst record struggled. in the NBA since then. So yeah, good job winning it, but they really took their foot off the gas now. So they're they're kind of struggling now. Um, rookies to record a triple double with no turnovers since the merger: it's Ben Simmons, Andre Iguodala, ha,
0: David ha, Robinson. Ha,
1: ha. Ben and Simmons. now added to the list,
0: Victor Webin. Correct.
1: Yes. So he's the yeah. youngest player in NBA history to do this. So that so far, y- yeah, right. Yeah. Um. There'll be a younger one. Utah Jazz. They have the best record in the league since uh, a 12-game stretch. So they're yep they they're one of the best teams in the league right now. In, in the last 12 games, they are the best team. They have the best record. Okay. Last thing. Very last thing. I have an idea to improve the NBA. I want to see what you think about this. Uh, you know how in soccer, when they, you know, all the penalties happen and they take time off the clock, or kind of like they, they add a time yeah, after the, the game, they add like five minutes time. or whatever. Yeah, yep. I kind of want to do that with the reviews and challenges. I don't like how the reviews, they, it slows down the game. I think that there should be someone behind the scenes reviewing all, any challenges or anything close. They should keep track of anything that might need to be like added as free those or anything like that. And so like if there's a foul called, for example, and it and it and it really wasn't a foul, they could just like minus a points at the like towards like towards the end of the game. I think they should do it when there's two minutes ago. And then they should have a stoppage of the player, have like two minute warning and be like, okay, this team is owed two free those for this reason, this reason, this reason, this reason. They should fix everything with two minutes ago, adjust it, and then with two minutes ago, okay, this is the score now. Go. What do you think?
0: I think that might be one of the worst ideas I've ever had. I thought it was such a good idea because I hate the stoppage. You're going to get to this two minute warning to like, okay, you get two shots, three further shots. Oh, and by the way, you're fouled out now. Because you got some extra fouls. Exactly. Sorry about that. That sucks. Well, hey, you, and, uh, you fouled
1: the player earlier. and Yep, we missed pointer, it. But now that you're you good. 3 shot
0: isn't worth three. It's only worth two. And now you, yeah, no, exactly. No, I think that's a terrible idea. Right oh now. man, I just, I, th- I, I will agree with you that the replay official that need to find a way to streamline that, yeah. and make it faster because that is. I mean, you can see the instant replay on TV and sometimes you're like, yeah, we know the answer because we mm-hmm. just saw it. Why is it taking you five minutes longer? I know, right. I think they've got to find a way to stream like that because it does slow down the pace of the game for sure. But you can't do what you just described because that's just anarchy. and, and that <laughs> I, I won't stand for it, Ronnie.
1: <laughs> I think they should have one person looking at the clock. I think that takes a lot of time because you, then they're like, oh, we got to watch it again and see how much time is left on the clock. They should have a couple of people involved in this, right? They should be like, you know what? It
0: should it, not be 100%. There should yeah. be people in a booth with multiple monitors, right. not the NBA officials. They should just be going, okay, what's the call? Cool, thanks. And then exactly. announcing it. Not They should be making the choice. Like, oh, no, that's, that's Yeah, and then like, bananas. okay,
1: hey, if this is a call, the clock is going to be at this. So just get it done. You'll get it fixed, you know? But yeah, I saw something on the NFL today with the, the Chiefs and Miami game where there was some sort of play that happened and the referee... The the challenge flag was thrown and they had already done it where it was it was noted as like a first down. So basically they're just waiting, like if the coach throws a challenge flag, they're gonna win the challenge. The yeah. coach threw the challenge flag, they're like, Yep, it was a first down, they just changed it. They didn't even review the play, they just they moved it first down and it they was, continued to play. I, I was like,
0: Thank you. Like that it, was so nice. It was really fast. I was blown away with how fast it was because it was obvious. And yeah. sometimes it's obvious. Exactly right. So yeah, so, yeah. I, I, I agree with that. They need a better system. Yep,
1: that was an amazing system the NFL implemented. And uh, yeah, they need to do that in the NBA now and get that fixed. But yep, that's all I have, Jonathan. All right.
0: Well, that's all I have, Ronnie. So thank you all for joining us and uh, stick around. We'll see you next time. Yep,
1: thanks, guys.